Steve Stebbing joins us from Penticton, British Columbia. What the hell should we watch this weekend? SteveStebbing.ca. Hi, Steve. Hey, Shane. Welcome to uh, welcome to the show. It's been like a week. It's good to be um, here. I know, yeah, right? A solid week. I have a suggestion week. to start us off, actually, for sure. the show here today. I um, got Gaudy or whatever that's called, Get Gaudy or something on Netflix. Mm-hmm, it's, it's like mm-hmm. a three-episode series. Each one's about 50 minutes, 45 to 50 minutes. I turned that on today, and I got to tell you, it was fantastic. I, time flew by because I watched about five minutes of it and I fell asleep through all three of the rest episodes <laughs> and I woke up when the trailer started in a loop on Netflix. So, I mean, I don't know if it's accurate or not, but I got to tell you, if you're looking for a nap, that had me out today. And from the point of reviewing TV shows, that's always a win for me. Can we, can we call it that you're sleepy hollowing? I, I, that's a great idea. I love that. Right. That's what I did. Following of the weeks. Oh, I felt so good. Um, <laughs> gotta tell you, um, I don't know well, what I was producers dreaming. of that. <laughs> yeah, right. Thanks for um, thanks for putting me to sleep. That was awesome. I love it. Okay, Steve's movies. Not so much putting you to sleep. Let's get started with what the hell she will watch this weekend. New releases starts with Priscilla. Just what is the intent here, Mr. Presley? You got women throwing themselves at you. Why my daughter? Well, sir, I happen to be very fond of your daughter. Much more mature than her age. 21! All right, tell us about Priscilla. Yeah, so this is kind of like the week of the biopic, and I'll get to more of them in in, in a few minutes here. But uh, Priscilla, this is the mirroring of uh, last year's Elvis. This is Priscilla's story this time, uh, as told uh, through the script and directing of uh, Sofia Coppola. Uh, who has just a very interesting style of her own. Her movies kind of very much set themselves apart. Um, But this is like a multifaceted film that's like very quiet at its core, but it shows Priscilla uh, in her her, uh, meeting and uh, subsequent romance with uh, Elvis leading up to their marriage and and the birth of their child, uh, Lisa Marie. Um, But what we get is a Priscilla that um, that is is very much just kind of existing with the world around them. And it feels like every time that they try to interact with that world, they get kind of like punished immediately because I think more of the darker side of that relationship um, with Elvis and everything comes out a bit more in this film, more than I think we've seen before. And I think this is the reason why the Elvis, uh, the Elvis Presley estate didn't want any of his music in this film. But I'm actually agree with that sentiment because I think this isn't Elvis's movie. This is Priscilla's movie clearly by the title. So to bring Elvis's music into it, kind of, Take draw the focus away, and I, I thought this film was interesting. And Kaylee Spaney uh, gives quite a, an interesting performance, and in the first thing I've ever seen her in. Hmm. Uh, that's cool. It's cool to hear that perspective. And I would say that, yeah, why, if, especially if it's got a little bit more of the darker end of it, why you wouldn't want the music mm-hmm. attached to it? That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Think so, uh, is it Nyad? 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 I knew that. It's 100 miles or 60 hours of constant swimming. But what I'm most afraid of is sharks 
and man of war. I just know I can do it, and I couldn't do it without you. Cool. Going for a swim? Well, um, yeah, she was a, a marathon swimmer uh, that did, you know, the, the English Channel swim and a bunch of other swims and uh, attempted a swim from the Florida Keys uh, to Cuba, which is 108 miles. Like, it's, it's a huge undertaking, and she failed. So after that, she gave up swimming entirely uh, for three decades, and then she turned 60 and got that bug again that she needed to do this that it was her destiny so trained again to to do this and uh i mean made five attempts at this swim and it's such a fascinating story to look at annette benning plays diana in this film and is just gunning for oscar in my mind after seeing this film so late in the year i think that this should be the front runner for best actress for any uh movie award right now and it also has jodie foster and i feel like like it's so been so long since we've seen Jodie Foster in a film, and she really is fantastic in this movie. Uh, it's on Netflix for everybody to see at uh, midnight uh, on Friday, and uh, yeah, I, I really recommend this one. It's a fantastic film. Jodie Foster seems to be the uh, she seems to be awesome all the time, right? Yeah, she's someone that like is like consistent, like a, a face that you're always happy to see, um, and actually became an interesting filmmaker as well. So um, yeah, I always love Jodie Foster. Love it, good stuff. Steve Stebbing here. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Uh, Quiz Lady is next. What is the square root of 196? 14. Correct. How many hearts does an octopus have? Three. Correct. What? Saffron. Saturn. Aphrodite. Apollo. Aries. Carbon dioxide. The equal sign. Correct. Oh my god. What? You know this game. This is how you're going to make the money. I'm taking you to the quiz. Look out. Wow. That sounds fun. Sounds smart. Yeah, this is like one of those kind of adventure comedies at its heart. And basically it has Aquafina playing... Um, kind of a, a tightly wound office worker who uh, has a, a, a lifelong obsession with this quiz show game, like a Jeopardy type game hosted by Will Ferrell's character. And um, she, she ha basically has to overcome her social awkwardness and everything to go on this game show to win money to, to pay off her mom's gambling debt. And I uh, team up with her just absolutely chaotic sister played by Sandra O. Oh. And Aquafina and Sandra have such a great chemistry that really drives this film. It's nothing that's like amazing or going to be the comedy of the year, but it is just like a fun, just like a fun ride with uh, two really funny actresses. And um, Will Ferrell's character is really interesting in this one because it's like he, he feels like he's blending Alex Trebek with like a Mr. Rogers type character. And it, for some reason, really works. So uh, really? this one's going to be on Disney Plus, so you can watch it at home as well, just like Nyad. So uh, yeah, a lot of uh, home home stuff to watch this week. Sylvester Stallone, interesting cat. Um, I don't know. A lot of people perhaps didn't take him very seriously. I mean, there was just a you know a bunch of gory war movies over and over and over again, and then you had Rocky, which was amazing, right? Like so, he's been an interesting character, I think, and a bit of a character caricature of himself especially later in life what's your what's your view on sylvester stallone as the actor and his impact i mean there's no denying he's had a wicked impact 
Oh, he's had he had. I mean, personally, he had a, a wicked impact because uh, I mean, I'm an '80s action kid. I I grew up on the Rambo films. I grew up on Cobra, Nighthawks, like all these great action thrillers that he did. Tango and Cash. Like there is just all these these really great movies. Some of them were bigger gambles than others, and some were more successful than others. But the one thing that is true about Sly through and through is he is self-made from the beginning because he is an actor that Hollywood never wanted to make a star. So he had to make his own star, and that's exactly what Rocky was. That was him basically hooking up his own electricity and watching it flow. Cool. All right. Well, that's the movie, Sly. What is healthier, to live under the illusion and still have a little glimmer of hope that you could have been great or blow it and you realize you're a failure? I think the easier route is to live under the illusion and say, you know, if I had had that chance, I would have beaten all of them. A little bit of a rocky story for himself, I would say. Yeah, and th- this was really interesting because I uh, uh, like the the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary, the series that uh, came out on Netflix probably three or four months ago now. Um, he gets really introspective in this one and, and, and gets very vulnerable um, talking about his successes, his failures, um, his, his personal familiar relationships, like his relationship with his father and how that what kind of effect that had on his psyche, his emotional status and his drive to be successful. Uh, And and like I said, at the top of this, I mean, he is a self-made dude and, and it's an interesting reminder that he did carve that path for himself. Whatever you feel about Sly, whatever you feel in like the stereotype of the guy, and especially all the crazy stuff he's done over the years. I mean, his work ethic has always been, very on his sleeve cool all right there you go that's what's new let's get into a couple of streaming ones here before we get to the shift av club we have lots to get through um let's do the streaming invincible season two we all remember that day for some the pain will never fade when i was a kid i always wanted to be my dad what if that happens What if I become him and I don't even know it? I need to do more. I can save lives. All right, tell us about it, Steve. Yeah, this is a really cool show. It's animated. It's on uh, Prime Video, and it's based on a comic book by Robert Kirkman, who's uh, largely known for uh, creating The Walking Dead. Uh, But this is basically... Uh, uh, follows a, a, a guy named Mark Grayson, who is the son of Earth's uh, greatest defender, uh, Omni Man, who also is a gen- genocidal maniac from another planet, which you find out in season one, and is basically the ultimate evil. And uh, season two is kind of dealing with the fallout of finding that information out and uh, and, and trying to deal with that that is kind of half of who he is. And I really like this show, this coupled with the boys, which is also on prime video that gets a more subversive look at superheroes, which seems to be an oversaturated thing in, in uh, the zeitgeist right now and kind of turn it on its head and act and approach it a bit differently. And I've been waiting for this one for a while. I know it sucks to be impatient about animation because it does take a bit longer. 
But yeah, I was on pins and needles waiting for this one. And I mean, I got the episodes early and I'm loving everything so far. It's just as good as season one. 